Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Benji Kelly and New Hope Church. We are thrilled you have joined us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Hey, hey, hey. There is a sweet, sweet spirit in the house of God today. Amen? Amen. And I trust that it is the same way at all of our campuses. And I just want to say welcome to all of our campuses. We are so glad you are with us, starting with you folks here at Central Campus, Coffee House Campus today. That is becoming uh, a part of the Hillsboro community here at Central Upstairs. So if you're interested in that, be a part of that community. Then I'm talking about North Raleigh. I'm talking about Garner, Sanford, North Carolina Correctional Institute for Women, Columbia, the internet campus, and again, it's the one-year anniversary of the Kenya campus today. Can we at all of our campuses just celebrate the movement? Come on, just celebrate the movement and what God is doing. And it is a sacred, sacred time when we can get together and celebrate the body and the blood of Christ. That He died for me. Won't you just just say that with me? Ready? Go. He died for me. One more time, all of our campuses. He died for me. Make it that personal. Summer is a great time for us to just slow down and breathe a little bit. And yet the truth is, if we're honest with ourselves, we don't always do that very well. And again, the truth is, if you look around at the world today, it can be difficult to just relax and chill and breathe in the peaceful presence of God. You see, the truth is, come on church, it's been a difficult summer. The truth is, it's been a difficult summer in our country. And some of you are like me, you pay close attention to what's going on in the world and in our country. You throw on top of what's going on in our own backyard, you got ISIS, you think internationally, and and that's here now, and that's enough to kind of stress you out. Throw on top of that the Iran situation, and oh my Lord, throw on top of that that we are heading into over 400 days of an intense political season. Anybody here get excited about the next year and a half of politics? If you do, you are a special human being. How, oh, I mean, go. You know, some days I just want to crawl under a rock and come out when the election is done. To listen to that for over 400 days. And my point is, in the midst of our world, in the midst of of what's going on around us, and that's not even talking about your own personal life, right? The things that, that cause your stress level to go up. When you throw all that in, the truth is, it can be very difficult to breathe. Come on, let's do it. All in. Inhale at the same time. One, two, three. Exhale. Oh, I could just feel the... The peaceful presence of that. Now here's what I want to talk to you about today. Just real briefly actually. Worry isn't worth it. Take out your teaching notes. Grab that pen. And I'm just going to spend a few moments talking to you. About the fact that worry isn't worth it. Everybody say worry. 
Everybody say, isn't worth it. Now from the top all together. One, two, three. Worry isn't worth it. And some of you are worry warts. So all of us can slip into that from time to time. But look at what God's word says. You don't want to open it here because we're going to camp out in Matthew 6. So if you're going to open up anywhere, go ahead and open up to Matthew 6. But look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 12, 25. Let's read it out loud together. Proverbs 12, 25. Ready? Go. Anxiety, worry, weighs down a heavy heart. Anxiety, worry, weighs down a heavy heart. How, how many of you have heavy hearts today? Because you're worried. Because you're stressing out over things that are going on in our world. And again, I get that. I get that. I'm preaching to myself like I'm preaching to you today. The truth is, we all need to hear this. And Jesus hit this head on. Matthew chapter 6. In the Sermon on the Mount, most famous, powerful sermon ever preached from Jesus, from anybody. Matthew chapter 6. Look at what the Bible says in verses 31 through 34 of Matthew chapter 6. So do not, what's the word? Do not what? Do not worry. What saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? Hello. <laughs> Got people laughing up in here already. Jesus just, he just pegged you, didn't he? You can just say, Jesus, get off my toes. And Jesus will not get off your toes. He loves to step on our toes. What shall we eat? What shall we drink or what shall we wear? Verse 32. For the, for the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. So Jesus said, hey, it's not that those things are not important. Just check it out. Your God loves you enough. He knows that you need them. He knows what's best for you. He knows that you need them. Verse 33. Let's read this next part together. Ready? But seek first his and his and all these things will be given to you as well. Let's continue. You did so good with that. Let's go to the next one. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Let's continue last part. Go. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Is it not true? Seek first. Seek first what? The kingdom of God. And all these things will be added on to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Most of you know I was a pharmacy major at the University of South Carolina before I came to school here. And so I, I thought I was going to be a pharmacist. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, God bless those who do it. It's an awesome vocation. Like, I'd be glad if any of my kids did it, but I, would, I wouldn't have made it five years. But I want to give you a prescription today. I want to give you a summertime prescription to breathe. Here it is. Let's go. Write it down. Summertime prescription to breathe. Number one, trust God and don't worry. Trust God and don't worry. Some of you are here today and what you need to do is you just need to release your worry and your stress and you need to trust God and don't worry. Because every little thing is going to be all right. It took you a moment, but you got there. Don't worry. To which I know what you're thinking. Yeah, right. I say it to Jesus. Don't say it to me. If you've got an issue with this, say it to Jesus. He's the one who said, don't worry. Don't worry. Trust God 
And every little thing is what? And if that sounds elementary, if it sounds like it doesn't really connect with the real world, I would just remind you that it is true all day long and twice on Sunday. Because I don't care how bad it gets for you or for me. I've read the book and I know how the story ends. And it's going to be, oh, come on, church. It's going to be okay in the end, regardless of how bad it gets here and now. And it helps to keep an eternal perspective when it comes to this kind of thing. Trust God and don't worry. Let me just give you three quick ways in which we are to do that. And teachings from the scripture right from this Matthew 6. Here's the first one. Most of our worries are trivial. Most of our worries are trivial. Some of you are just control freaks. And some of you want to control everything. And some of us worry about the most trivial things to worry about. We have to learn to relinquish control. Yeah, we, we need to take action on the things that we can't control. I'm not saying sit back and do nothing. Take action on the things that we control, but relinquish control on the things that we cannot control. Did you know that there are 7,000 promises in the Word of God? 7,000 promises in the Word of God. God's got your back. So we, so we realize that they're trivial. You say, where do you get that from? Well, it's, it's Jesus, Matthew 6, 25. Come on, all of our campuses you read so well. Let's go, ready? Matthew 6, verse 25, go. Do not worry about your, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Let's continue. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? A sergeant, uh, true story, sergeant was wounded in battle. Shrapnel from an explosion hit him in the neck. He's in the hospital. He's stressing out. He's freaking out. Finally, the doctor walks in and the sergeant writes him a note. Am I going to be able to talk again? And the doctor said, yes. He said, am I going to live? And the doctor said, yes. He wrote a third note. Well, then what am I worrying about? Some of our stuff is just trivial. And yet we can make it so very big. Here's the second thing. Second thing if you're a note taker. Oh, this is so good. This is so good for me to hear. Worry is a waste of time. And we all know how valuable time is. Time is the most precious commodity that probably everybody in this room has. Time, time, time. And we all get the same amount of it in a day. And worry is a waste of of that precious, precious time. Jesus says this. Verse 27. Let's read it out loud too. Verse 27. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Again, really loud. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Now come on. I want you to kind of learn to read into Scripture and behind Scripture and under Scripture. There's a little sarcasm in there. Jesus is saying... Cut it out. Stop it. Why are you worrying so much? By worrying, you're not going to add a single.
power to your life. Worrying, church, is like cultivating and worrying ground, a watering ground where you haven't planted any seed. You're wasting precious time and energy. It's a waste of time. Here's the third thing Jesus says as we move toward the table. The third thing Jesus says is, and this is good, man. I hope some of you really, really hear this. Worrying is beneath your dignity. (laughs) Worrying is beneath your dignity, child of God. Whenever you worry, freak out, stress out, melt down, whenever you worry, you're living underneath the dignity of what it means to be a child of God. You say, where you get that from? It's all in there, guys. I mean, this is, this is an incredible teaching from Jesus. Matthew 6, 26. We're going to read it out loud, too. Last verse of Scripture today. So I want it to be the loudest and the strongest, like you believe this is the Word of God, and it can set you free today. Ready? Go. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Are you not of more what? Then Jesus is saying, take a chill pill. Look at the birds. And look how I clothe them. When was the last time you just slowed down and looked at some birds? Look at the flowers of the field. When was the last time you just took a flower and held it and said, God did that? And Jesus is saying, if I've got all of that, if I cause the sun to rise every day and I set it in the west, and I clothe the birds of the field and take care of the flowers, God is saying, I still hold the entire world in the palm of my hand. He's got the whole world. In his what? He's got the whole wide world. Which means, which means, which means, he's got you. He's got you. And when you worry, just a thing for you to remember, when you worry, you step below the dignity of what God has called you to do. And on a day like today, as we move toward the table, it is a wonderful reminder that he has set the table for you. What do you do when you have a guest come over to your house? And you're going to have them for dinner? If you got any etiquette at all, <laughs> you set the table. You make preparations. This whole thing about being below your dignity is reinforced at this table of the Lord. Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, took a loaf of bread and broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body just broken for you this is your value this is your worth that jesus the son of god prepared an eternal feast for you this is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins do this when you meet together 
Every single sum, summer, when I'm at a pool, and I saw it just the other day, and it just, it just struck me, I guess because I'm a dad, and I've, I've done it with all five of my kids. Have you ever seen a little kid at the pool, and they've come to the edge of the pool, and mom or dad, they're in the pool, and they're inviting their kid to jump into the pool and trying to get their kid to understand that if you jump, I'll catch you. I saw a dad the other day, and the kid just would not jump. Finally, the dad goes, jump! <laughs> it didn't work. The kid goes. But finally, finally, I sat there and just watched it and enjoyed it for a while. Finally, he, he, the dad took a chill pill, <laughs> calmed it down, pulled it back a few notches, and got the kid to jump. And there, there's just something powerful. I remember with all five of mine, there's something powerful when you're in the pool and you're calling for them to jump and they're scared and they're shaking and, and they, normally, they normally go halfway a few times. And, and, but there's something powerful that when a kid finally jumps and finally jumps and says to the dad and they don't say it, they say it with their actions, I trust you. I trust you. That's what some of you need to do today. You're a ball of stress. Your anxiety's up. Blood pressure's up. Most of the time you breathe with shallow breaths. Some of you don't sleep well. Jesus is saying... Trust me. Just, just jump into my arms. And you say, but I've done that before, and then the next day my stress goes back up. Well, then do it again. You do know, don't you, that the Christian life is every day yielding and surrendering and submitting to the Lordship of Christ. It's a daily thing. And until, until it eventually becomes habit. Just jump. Some of you, next Sunday would be an opportunity for you to even take that to another level. Jump into the waters of baptism. Just jump. Let that be a full surrender and a submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. One of the, one of the most powerful scenes when we baptize people. Everybody doesn't do it, but man, a lot of people do. When, when we take them into the waters of baptism, I love when the person comes up out of the water. Actually, before they go in, I love when they just go... And they just kind of, they free fall into the water. And then they come up in their hand. And they're, just, they're just fully trusting and yielding. Catch me, God. Some of you ought to do that next Sunday. But today, we're going to come to the table. And we're going to say, God, I trust you. I am yours. Relieve my stress. I'm going to stop worrying about things that are so trivial. I'm going to stop living beneath my dignity. And I'm going to trust you. In a moment, the ushers are going to come forward and they're going to give out the elements at all of the campuses. As you receive the elements, the worship teams are going to lead us in worship. A different kind of day, as we've already said. Powerful day. Hopefully you're breathing. Hopefully you're breathing in the presence of God and you're excelling the praises of God. But sometimes when we do Holy Communion, 
You hold the elements and we receive them together, you know? We do that sometimes. Not today. I'm going to just leave the stage and just let you sit in the presence of God here at Central and at all of our campuses holding the body of Christ, holding the blood of Christ. And as we're worshiping and singing over the next chunk of time, when you're ready, after you pray and commune with God, after you give him the stuff that you're stressing over, after you breathe a little bit, we want to create some space. After you do whatever it is that you need to do and I need to do with God, you take and receive the body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Breathe. Breathe in the presence of God that passes all understanding and exhales the praises of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, just stop by one of our campuses anytime or visit us online at newhopechurch.org. If you have any prayer requests, please send those to prayers at newhopenc.org and our pastors and staff will stand with you in prayer. Thanks for being a part of our church family and we hope you'll join us next week.